This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I love particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you guys about our amazing community called The Society. The Society is an elite membership community for entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial people who are looking to grow in their faith and their business alongside a community of women who get it and truly understand the journey that you're on. Our signature faith framework, which is an acronym for fasting, acts of obedience, introspection, trusting God and his word, is the foundation and backbone of the society. There are so many amazing things happening in our community. We do daily devotionals to just help you draw closer to God and give you language for whatever season you may be going through. Every single week we have a prayer call where we come together and just pray for each other and everything that we have going on. We have Bible study every other week, as well as a discussion to go over the things and the revelations that you've got as a result of the Bible study. We have a mental health session that happens every single month, a business session every single month, a mindset session every single month, and we're constantly 
posting different resources and grants and different programs and opportunities for you to get funding for your business as well as for you to just grow whether it's in your faith and your business so needless to say there's a lot happening in our community we have hundreds of women from all over the country who are just all here to serve and provide a safe space for us all to thrive and flourish together. So if you're looking for a community of like-minded women to grow again in your faith and in your business, then I suggest joining this society. You can even try us out risk-free for two weeks for free. So just see what we have going on and see if this is a community you want to be a part of without having to make any type of commitment. So I hope to see you guys there. Click the link in the show notes to activate your free trial. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. If you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel, go to Tatum Tania on YouTube, and I'll put the link right here in the show notes as well to make it convenient. All of our podcasts are now video, so you guys get that audio experience, the convenience of the audio, but you get to uh, watch it on video if you choose to as well. So today's podcast is all about winning the victory over yourself. Guys, listen, first of all, before we even get into that, can I just tell y'all how grateful I am for God? This is year five of the podcast. Out of nowhere, our listenership has skyrocketed. As somebody who markets and teaches people how to monetize podcasts, I wish I could tell you what has influenced this. I wish I could package this up for the shows that we work with, but this is something that is indeed a God thing. And I'm just so grateful. You know, God just spoke to me so much about this platform and what's to come for me and elevation is a big part of it. So just randomly running across our numbers because I don't check them all the time. And there was a period of time when I stopped checking them because they weren't looking the way I wanted them to look. (laughs) And I had to stop checking them and monitoring them because I didn't want it to influence what I did on this microphone. And this ain't a part of the episode, but I have to put this in as a tip for any of you guys who are doing business God's way. Metrics, income, data is extremely important to doing business. But if if at any point the metrics influence you more than what God is telling you to do, then you have to put the metrics on the back burner. So for me, being fully transparent, the metrics for the podcast were not looking for a while the way I wanted them to look. Not enough to where it was impacting like my finances or anything like that, but I like to see certain things on the back end. And it was to the point where I was very frustrated. And I remember one of my walks when it was warm, because baby, it is cold as a mug in um, the DMV. Like, why is it so cold? Nevertheless, when it was warm and I would take my my walks, one of the things I was talking to God about, I'm like, God, what's up? I'm showing up. I've been showing up on this platform for you. Every week, I don't say nothing 
unless you tell me to say it. And if there's ever a point in time where I feel like it's me showing up on a microphone, I have contingencies in place for that to where I'm going to shut my mouth, pull back an old episode, air an interview, something to where I'm making sure that I'm only saying what you want me to say on this platform. Like, what's going on? And I was so frustrated. But God told me, stop looking then. <laughs> if you mad about what you see and you feel like you need to be doing things differently in order to see the what you're used to seeing on the back end, stop looking. And so for me, that's what I put in place. I told my team, don't track it. Don't tell me. I told myself, stop looking and continue to do what God has called you to do. So that's the mindset that I have been in. And I wanted to share that with you because there are some of you guys where you're in alignment, but you feel like you're not or you feel like doing business God's way isn't working because you're not seeing the metric or the data that you want to see, but you need to just stay in position because your obedience shouldn't be contingent upon the results that you're seeing in real time. Your obedience should be simply because God said so. And the only metrics that you need to be measuring your success from is if God is pleased with what it is that you're doing, period. And so God was pleased with what I was doing, but I was upset because I wasn't seeing what I wanted to see. And that was another instance where I had to pull myself back. And this podcast is called Winning the Victory Over Yourself. So I'm starting with this story. I didn't even mean to tell all of that, but I have to let the Holy Spirit flow. A part of winning the victory over yourself is identifying where you are the one getting in God's way. Because sometimes it's not even about an external enemy. Winning a victory over yourself means mastering the enemy within you. The enemy that makes you feel insecure about being on the mic. The enemy that makes you feel like you're not skinny enough, pretty enough, does, don't do makeup well enough, outfits aren't fancy enough, life isn't luxurious enough, apartment isn't looking like all of these beautiful luxury places you're seeing on TikTok. And so you're allowing all of these things to stop you from showing up where and how God wants you to show up. And so mastering yourself is a huge part of what you're called to do. And I had to say that because that was an instance where I had to master myself and put controls in place to where I got out of my own way and stayed obedient. And I believe that that was a test that I passed. The test don't stop when you reach a certain level of success. I was talking to um, my friend Raven. So she just did a, a fast. It was about finances and being supernaturally paid. We're going to be live soon together. This is just a beautiful story about um, around that. But she wanted to call me and tell me about it. And uh, she and I were talking and we were just saying, like, man, people think that when you get the money and you get the impact of the listeners or whatever it is you're measuring your success after, people think when you get to that place that the warfare stops or that the level of obedience and relentlessness that you need to pursue God somehow stops, but it really doesn't. And it actually gets more complicated because now, even if you're more in like a comfortable space, so like for me, I'm at the space where even though the numbers weren't looking the way I wanted to with the podcast, that wasn't impacting me financially. My sponsors weren't impacted by that. Nobody was pulling out. Um, I wasn't making less money in my business. My systems were still working as far as how we take listeners into customers in the company. So everything was, was seemingly good, but I wasn't happy with um, certain metrics. And people think that once, you out, once you're out of like the struggle and you're into more of a calm season, that that same fire and 
uh, relentlessness that you have towards God is going to get let up, but it can't. Because even when things are seemingly going well, you still have to keep yourself in check. You still have to keep yourself in check. And I was telling her, for me, the most difficult part of God elevating me and me continuing to grow and income and impact and influence and all of that is, is making sure that I'm managing myself. And so a huge part of that was my inner uh, entrepreneur, marketer was ready to do some things because I didn't like the way that the, um, the podcast analytics were looking. But God said, no, you don't need to do anything. Just stop looking. And I said, fine. <laughs> I'm upset, still mad about it. Fine. I'm, I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep opening my mouth. I'm going to keep telling, uh, speaking what you want me to speak. Fine. Stomp, stomp, stomp away. Hands folded. <laughs> Temper tantrum. So fast forward to this week. I'm putting together some reports for some clients that we have um, that we're managing and marketing their podcast. And so all of the analytics from my show and shows we work with, I have it on the same place. So I can see mine is kind of looped together. So I'm looking at the analytics. Um, I can see mine now because, again, I wasn't looking for a while. So when I looked at the analytics, I'm like, this number looks a lot higher than what I'm used to because I wasn't singling out Blessing Boss up to see what our numbers were. It was all looped in because of like multiple shows under this one um, profile for the system I use. So I'm like, this number looks big. So then I started breaking them out. Like, whose show is causing this spike? Because again, I did not know if it was Blessing Boss up or not because I ain't been looking. Man, I clicked on Blessing Boss up. My mouth hit the flow, not the floor, the flow. Bruh. <laughs> Like the numbers are higher than we've ever been, ever. I think the peak for podcast listenership was in 2019. That was our, our peak. Listen, the numbers we're doing now, like I, I anticipate us crossing over 300,000 listens for the month this year. And I'm saying this year being conservative. I think we can do that within the next month and a half. But I was like, whoa, <laughs> again, having to tell you myself because my inner, you know, executive is like, where is it coming from? I remember showing my husband, I was like, look, this is, a, this is higher than our peak. And he was like, where is it coming from? Because me and him both like, let's find it so we can keep doing it. And essentially it's just a God thing. And I have to just take my hands off of the steering wheel and raise my hands and admiration and appreciation for the way God is continuing to blow his blow up this platform. And it made me think about way back when, when I first switched it over to Blessed and Bossed Up, how was, I was so scared because before I started doing the podcast God's way, my way was doing pretty well. We were still like, as far as analytics go, we were still considered like the top maybe 10% or so of podcasts. So our listenership was great. And I was so afraid to do what God was telling me to do because I felt like I was going to lose listeners. Ultimately, of course, I decided to um, obey him anyway. But it took me back to when I made that change. Within the first month, our listenership doubled. And I genuinely, genuinely believe that by me managing myself and winning the victory over my inner hustler, once again, <laughs> my inner enemy that wants to make me do things 
my way. I, I feel like because I passed that test, God has now allowed this platform and my voice to reach even greater heights. And I'm so grateful. Like, it's this song, it's called Thank You. I cannot remember the guy's name. Um, I'll put it in the show description and I'll put it in the description for the um, YouTube page too. But the song is just saying thank you. And I played that song before getting on a microphone and I was just like, God, thank you. Thank you. I, you know, we've, we've grown so much. Anchor Media has grown exponentially since its form. Um, this, this podcast just continues to impact people. But my prayer has always been, I never want to stop being in awe of God. And this was one of those moments where I was like, man, God, you the realest. You can't, like, you are the realest. And oh, uh, I, I, I could really just sit here and go into full gratitude mode. But I wanted to just talk about that because winning the victory over ourselves is so important. I even went to record this show. Today is Friday, and this show is going to come out Sunday. I was trying to record this show last week because I like to be ahead as far as the podcast episodes go. And I recorded about four episodes or so back in December. So I was in a good spot to where I didn't have to record in real time. So it was coming to the end of the shows that I had recorded already. And it was time for me to record again. And it, and I, I did the outline for this episode a couple of weeks ago. So I came back to it. I couldn't get it together, y'all. I went through all of my usual things of, you know, whenever I seem to not have the energy, I usually pray. I always pray before getting on the platform, but I pray a little longer when I feel like I don't have the energy and I'm tired because I just want God to strengthen me to be able to communicate his message. I could go to sleep after, but for the 30 minutes or so that I'm on this microphone, I want to make sure that I am giving him my all. Um, and so I couldn't do it. And I... My fallback plan is after, you know, praying, I, I go into worship to clear my mind, clear whatever it is that's making me tired. I go into that. I get on the mic. I still couldn't do it. It took, I tried. Like, I had like four or five takes where I, my brain just was not working. And I was like, okay, this is unlike me. This is, this must mean I need to take a step back and then come back to it. And so the week was already a little just janky because I, I, that was the week that I had just started back to the office. Um, that was the week where I was, I was implementing some new routines so that I could get a little bit more done. Um, and so the week was just an adjustment, so to speak. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm tired. Let me just take the weekend because I was trying to do this last Friday. Like, let me just take the weekend, um, get some rest, make sure I'm up Monday morning for my quiet time and ask God, like, what's up? So Monday morning came and I, I was talking about, I think this was on my vlog, where one of the things that I do is I do like a self-evaluation every week. So on usually Thursdays, I sit down and I pretty much do a little SWOT analysis. Like, what did I do right this week? What did I do wrong? And not in a self-deprecating way, but a way that I can be self-aware and course correct any uh, habits or things that may be steering me in the wrong direction because I don't think we fail or succeed drastically. It's just an accumulation of small decisions. And so um, for me, those midweek check-ins with myself allows me to identify what decisions I've been making and where they're taking me. And so 
um, I went through that and I had realized that, okay, I wasn't setting myself up for success for my morning routine because I was in the bed on time, but I wasn't asleep on time. So I realized I needed like a wind down routine, which is not even, it may sound more complicated than it is. It's literally, I drink sleepy time tea with chamomile tea, helps you relax. And I put my phone down. That's it. It's really simple and it helps me fall asleep quick. But um, anyway, I just implemented a few different things that will help set me up for success to be able to get up and get my morning routine done, which is my most important routine that I had because it starts off with quiet time, prayer, studying the word, not just um, talking to God, but also studying the word and then getting my house together. So making my son breakfast, um, getting dressed to come into the office, all of that. So I was able to make the changes that I identified on that day. And so come Monday, I'm like, okay, you got to get that time with God in and really figure out what happened on Friday when you're trying to record the podcast. And so when I sat down with, um, during my quiet time, I'm like, God, obviously like this doesn't happen. Me not being able to record really doesn't happen like that. So is there something I'm missing? Is there something in my notes? that um, you want me to get across that that I didn't plan to say like what's up yeah I'm glad that we're doing video because y'all can see the faces that I be making so God downloaded something and I wrote it down and I'm gonna say it how I got it Okay, this is my sure I tell tell my business. I'm opening up my um, journal I use at home. This is my regular loyal prayer journal that I use um, at home. It's empty pages. If you guys are on video, you can see me. It's empty pages, and I just use it as a blank space for me to talk to God. But I wrote down what He gave me, and I'm gonna give it to y'all. So here we go. When I was praying about this topic, God said that, again, my question was, God, what am I missing something? Is there something in my notes to where I'm not, there's a gap in my message that you want me to get across to your people as it relates to winning the victory over yourself? And so God said for me to tell you guys, relentlessness is what my people are missing. They have it so easy. They've gotten lazy in their pursuit of me. And the resources that are now allotted to them are not supposed to replace the relentlessness. They're supposed to fuel it. And I want my people to be unwavering in their commitment to and pursuit of me. And let me say this one more time. God says that relentlessness, when it comes to winning a victory over yourself, relentlessness is what you're missing. And he said, they have it so easy. They've gotten lazy in their pursuit of me because of the resources, right? So he says, the resources aren't supposed to replace the relentlessness. They're supposed to fuel it. I want my people to be unwavering in their commitment to and pursuit of me. And I thought this was so refreshing, or maybe that's not a good word. This was such a, a revelation that hit home because we do have a lot of resources, right? We have podcasts like this and, you know, sermons that we can easily access. We got Bibles in our phones. Of course, we have the physical Bibles. We got websites, BibleStudiesTools.com, GotQuestions.org, all these different places where we have access to breakdowns of the Bible, 
commentary on the word of God, concordances, so we can define certain things. We got, um, what's my favorite? We got the Bible Project on YouTube that has illustrations of different books or all of the books in the Bible. We have all of these resources. And what God was saying is that these resources that are supposed to to fuel our pursuit of him have now replaced our pursuit of him. I even looked up relentlessness and relentlessness is simply the unwillingness to let up. God wants us to be unwilling to let up. And so again, this revelation about the resources replacing the pursuit, what my interpretation of that is, that was the word. I'm just going to give you what my interpretation is. My interpretation of that is instead of us relentlessly pursuing God and then using the different resources to be able to better understand in order for us to then take it back to him, we're using that as his totality and missing the point, which is to take it back to him, which is to draw us closer to him. So we're being drawn closer to the stuff. We can't wait for another episode to come out. I can't wait for such and such to post another sermon. I can't wait for the next uh, notification to pop up on my phone from the uh, Bible app. Oh, this, this new devotional is cute. Let me get that so that I can read what the author has to say and read the couple of scriptures. But you're not taking that back to the word of God for yourself. You're not taking it back to the prayer time with him. You're not taking it back to sitting at, at his feet and saying, God, what does this mean for me? God, what do you have for me? God, I read this. I got the interpretation of it. It broke down, but can you give me a revelation? Can you uncover what is not being, what I'm not seeing or what hasn't been communicated? You have to always take it back to God. You have to be unwilling to let up when it comes to your pursuit of him, unwilling to let up. So if there's anything that you are believing in God for, you have to be unwilling to let up. And again, it's not just believing in him for stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. You have to be unwilling to let up on your pursuit of holiness, of righteousness, to, to denying your flesh and feeding your spirit. You have to be unwilling to let up on comprehending and understanding the word so that you're able to live it out in day to day. You have to be unwilling to let up on seeking God on behalf of your business so that you're fulfilling what he saw before you, he formed you in your mother's womb. You have to be unwilling to let up. And so when it comes to winning the victory over yourself, be unwilling to let up. I don't know about y'all. Like I, I was talking to somebody. I'll be talking to the same people really every day. But one of my core group um, people I was talking to was, uh, I forgot what we were saying. Um, I think we were talking about business or some things that's going on that I'm trying to do with Anchor Media. And I had made the comment. I'm like, I'm out here now. There's no going back. There's no taking over the reins now when it comes to my business. There's no conflict of if I'm a dude. No, I'm out here. I'm out here. I've seen what God can do. And that's why I tell you guys to keep a track record of your answered prayers. Keep a track record of the things that you have in your journals that God has been shown up for you about. Keep a track record of that. Because if I look at mine from 2016, 2017, when I first started pursuing him, I don't even recognize myself. And that is a good thing. 
that is a good thing. Like I react. I remember like just sometimes in situations, I, I used to be very impatient. I still am a little bit, but um, I remember this is this is small, but this is just a testament to Tatum after Christ. I went to go get my hair braided, right? I make an appointment. Y'all know how the girls be. You got to pay a deposit. You got to read 250,000 pages worth of policies that only benefit them. Uh, your hair got to be washed and done before you show up. Uh, all of the things, right? So <laughs> I go to get my hair braided, do all the things that the girls want you to do. Show up. Old girl did not come. I drove from Maryland to Virginia, which isn't that far, but it's still far enough. I got off the bed, okay? I drove from Maryland to Virginia to get my hair braided. This, this lady did not show up. And I'm standing there, and one of my biggest pet, pe pet peeves of life is people wasting my time. I don't like it. Time is the one thing that you don't get back. You can waste my money. I'm going to get it back. Don't waste my time. And don't let me take time on a weekend away from my family to do something. Like, I can't get that time back. So this is like something that will really get me out of character. But the girl did not show up. And I was sitting there. I waited for a little bit. I use like the teacher policy. You know, you're in college. Their professor had like 15 minutes to um, show up before you could leave. That's me. I give everybody a 15 minute grace period. So I was running maybe about two minutes late. And I'm a very punctual person. I don't play with people's time because I don't like my time played with. So I am always on time. And if I'm not, I communicate well in advance. So it was maybe 45 minutes before my appointment time. My GPS says I was going to get there two minutes over. I knew I could cut that time down by, you know, pushing pushing the pedal a little bit. But um, I sent a text anyway. Hey, GPS said I'm getting here at this time, which is two minutes over the appointment. She don't show up. I call, she don't answer. Call again, she don't answer. I said, I'm gonna call one more time before I leave. I called, that lady got on the phone. It sounded like she just rolled over in bed. And I said, oh, so she really not even on the way or nothing. And my, you know, the first thing that came out of my mouth was, hey, are you okay? This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. 
Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to, I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users and 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. When I tell you... I nearly jumped out of my soap and said, are, are you okay? You know how like in shows they have the devil and the angel on the shoulder? I asked that lady, are you okay? Taylor before Christ was on my shoulder like, so that's what you got to say? <laughs> I was afterwards, I, when I got in the car, so I was just like, you know what, it's cool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go. You can just give me the deposit back. Um, I hope you have a great day. Super respectful and nice. I ain't turned up. I ain't even raised my voice. I asked this lady, is she okay? And that may be small to yo to those of you guys who've been saved all your life, but your girl has not. <laughs> and that was very much so unlike Tatum before Christ. So um I was like, what on a drive back? I ended up going to an African braiding shop because y'all on YouTube probably like, well, your hair is braided. I ended up going to an African braiding shop by my house that does a decent job. I should have just went there anyway. But um, so yeah, I was just like on the way home. I'm like, dang, God, you really transforming me. Because we talk a lot about the business stuff and uh, just the way that God will increase and new levels. And we go from glory to glory and all of these things. But 
I'm so grateful for the transformation in my character, in my behavior, in my attitude, in my view of myself, in my peace of mind and tumultuous situations. Like those are the things that I personally value the most. And so because I see who I am now as a result of God transforming me, I'm unwilling to let up. And so for you, I want you to be relentless. I want you to be unwilling to let up on what God has for you. And it's so crazy because I have a whole two pages of notes for this episode. And we about 30 minutes in. <laughs> and I ain't said nothing up, none of it. So I again, I, I just have to let this episode be the message that God wanted it to be, which is for you to be relentless. And I'm going to end this off and I just want to pray for you. Uh, maybe the notes for my episode will be an email or something like that because ain't none of it make it here. And that's what I love about this platform is there's so many times I have, if you ask me maybe next week what this episode was about, I'll tell you I have no idea <laughs> because this has been a platform ever since I switched it over to where I'm like, God, you have to do it. It has to be you. I'm going to open my mouth. I'm going to show up. I'm going to hit record. I'm going to put it out. But it has to be you. And so I'm just grateful for what this episode turned into because, again, I was struggling. And this is not um, what I had written out. But now I see why it had to wait. Recording it had to wait because my routine had been messed up and I hadn't been sitting and in solitude with him the prior week, the way that I want to and the way that I usually do. And so I, I had to have that time for him to really give this word um, before I could record it. So I just I just thank God for um, how much he cares about me uh, to make sure that I stay true to not getting on here and saying whatever. Um, I, I appreciate how much that God loves y'all, that he will let this continuously be a platform where he is able to speak and really touch the secret places of your hearts that only you and him know about. Um, so I'm just in like full gratitude mode. Um, so yeah, maybe the notes for this episode will become an email, but for right now, I'm gonna let God's word be what it was. Uh, but I just want to pray for you guys and your relentlessness. So God, I thank you for this platform. I thank you for what you have called Blessed and Bossed Up to be. I thank you for the people that you sent to this platform, for the new people who are just discovering um, this platform. I thank you that they'll be able to go back and get to get brought or drawn closer to you as a result of what you've done over the last five years. I thank you, God, that your word never expires. So the word that you have given maybe in 2018, 2019, is still relevant to this day. God, I thank you for all of the abundance of resources that we do have to get closer to you. But God, I pray that your daughters will keep those resources in their rightful place, which is which are tools for them to better understand you. But also that uh, I pray that your daughters allow them to be used as opportunity to go back to you. 
I pray, God, that the enemy will not continue to pervert what was meant for good, to pervert what was meant to draw them closer to you, to be used as something that keeps them separate from you. I break that right now in the name of Jesus. I break any mindsets, any habits, any behaviors, any uh, preconceived notions, any underlying beliefs that keep your daughters from truly being drawn back to you, Lord God. I pray for that a relentlessness is released on this episode as I pray, God, that you're releasing something on the inside of your daughters to where they are unwilling, unwilling to let up on their pursuit of you, unwilling to let up on holiness, unwilling to let up on righteousness, unwilling to let up on obedience, unwilling to let up on pleasing you, Lord God. I pray that we replace any of the things that we've been coming to you for, uh, replace it with a relentless pursuit to please you. I pray that your daughters are committing themselves to be holy in your sight, that your daughters are dedicating their bodies to be holy to your sight, and not just your daughters, but your sons as well, Lord God. All of the people that you have created, that you have sent to be attached to this platform, Lord God, I pray that you're rising something up on the inside of them, God, to where they refuse to live a life apart from you any longer, that they refuse to live a life that's one foot in and one foot out. I pray that they are jumping into the deep end, cannonball, both hands, feet, all of the things into the deep end of what uh, you have for them, Lord God. Hallelujah. I pray that you're regulating their emotions, regulating their behaviors, their habits, so that they have something, some just that release a fire on the inside of them, God, to where anything less than pleasing you is simply unacceptable. Hallelujah. I pray that you give them uh, resources and community and just an environment that is going to push them back to you, Lord God. I pray that you remove anything that is keeping them separated from you, that is causing any type of rift or friction in their relationship with you, God. We uproot it right now in the name of Jesus, and we replant you as their strong tower, as their uh, as their safe place, as their stronghold, as their, their place of refuge where you belong, Lord God. Hallelujah. So we honor you, and we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys, for listening to another episode of the Blessing Boss Up podcast. I love you. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and I'll talk to you next week.